And that's really where these accounts come alive. And HSA can be best maximized when you contribute money more than what you need in the near term, invest your money for long-term growth, and then carry those funds all the way into your retirement years. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Breakaway Podcast, where I take confusing personal financial planning topics and try to break them down into plain English for the everyday person. My hope is that these conversations will help you break away from your own financial confusion and end up on the right path to reaching your financial goals. I'm Ryan Hitchcock, I'm your host, and I'm a financial planner with High Point Capital Group out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So today, I want to talk about HSAs, health savings accounts. Very exciting, I know, but I'll go through what they are, all the contribution limits, etc. But you can Google most of those numbers and limits on your own. What I really want to talk about is how the HSA can be used as a secret weapon in your overall financial and retirement planning. Yes, it's loaded with these lesser known retirement and tax benefits, you wanna make sure you are utilizing. I'm gonna give you my top three must-knows of the HSAs. So before we get into that, please remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. And also, please go to rhitch.com slash resources. Again, that's rhitch.com slash resources for exclusive PDF downloads that I think you will find uh, valuable. These are exclusive to my podcast listeners. There's a really good one in there for HSAs. Disclosure, nothing said in this podcast or any of my podcasts should be considered advice, an invitation to buy or sell a security, or in this case, a recommendation to change any health insurance plans. Always seek out myself or your own personal financial advisor for advice specific to your situation. So now that uh, we got that out of the way, let's get into it. So yes, it's true. An HSA is a very flexible and very important tool that can be utilized in one's financial plan for not only healthcare expenses, but for tax situations and long-term financial planning too. I get a lot of questions about them, especially in November, but all throughout the year. But November is when open enrollment comes for most people and their companies. So hopefully this can be a helpful guide for you. And uh, again, stick around here. I'm going to give you my top three must-know benefits of the HSA. But first, let's get into just what an HSA. Let's uh, cover the basics first. So what is an HSA? And a health savings account is a savings vehicle that you can set aside funds tax-free to pay for health care expenses tax-free as well. The HSA was created as part of the Medicare Prescription Drug and Modernization Act of 2003. If you really want to look it up, that's the background. But essentially, the HSA lets you contribute money into a pre-tax. That money can earn interest that is tax-deferred. And then withdrawals can be used tax-free if used on qualified medical expenses. It's a tax trifecta, if you will. So let's talk about this tax trifecta. One. Contributions can be made either through an employer payroll deduction or you can make them yourself And if you itemize at your taxes. Either way, the HSA contributions reduce your adjusted gross income and federal income tax for the current year. Number two, any interest 
or investment earnings are tax deferred inside the HSA. And the third tax trifecta is that withdrawals are tax free if the money is spent on qualified medical expenses. When HSA money is spent on anything other than qualified medical expenses, this is very important to know, they're taxed as ordinary income and a 20% penalty. It's a very big penalty. And that only applies to taxpayers under the age of 65. So remember that age 65, because after 65, rules change in the HSA. So um, qualified medical expenses, I'm not going to list them here. You can look those up on the internet or in your own HSA. So moving on, who can use one? Who can use an HSA? Not everybody can use an HSA, actually. You must be enrolled in what's called a high deductible health insurance plan at work. So um, HSA, I'm sorry, high deductible health insurance plans to qualify for an HSA, you must have a deductible of at least $1,400 for individuals and $2,800 for families in 2020. Okay, if you figured out that you are eligible to use an, a an HSA, how do you set one up? Well, your employer will have a provider that you can use and they can direct deposit into there usually, and that's the easiest. But if you don't, you can use one on your own. You can find your own provider. Um, you don't have to use the one at work. You can have multiple different providers. Um, how much can you put into them? What is the max contribution? So in 2020, the max contribution is $35.50 for individuals and 7,100 for families. This limit applies to all contributions, including those made by you, your family, or your employer. Um, you can do a catch-up contribution of $1,000 starting in the year you turn 55. Um, that's interesting to note, uh, as catch-up contributions in IRAs and 401ks start at age 50, for example. Now funds roll over from year to year. They are portable, which means that it's your money at all times, unlike other certain accounts out there. So that's the basics. What is an HSA? What are the numbers behind it? You can Google all this stuff on your own, but at least we, we covered it a little bit. So let's get into why they're a secret weapon and I'm gonna give you my three must know benefits of an HSA. Number one is that you can invest this money for the future. And actually not a lot of people know that. It's interesting. When HSA balances reach a certain threshold, or right away, depends on the, the provider, you can then steer that funds, those funds, excuse me, into a side account or a paired account that has investment options similar to those offered in a 401k or IRA. And that's really where these accounts come alive. And HSA can be best maximized when you contribute money more than what you need in the near term, invest your money for long-term growth, and then carry those funds all the way into your retirement years. So let me say that again, the HSA at its base can be best maximized when you contribute more than what you need in the near term, invest your money for long-term growth and carry those funds all the way into your retirement years. Compared to most people, they use their HSA just for the current year expenses. They know they might have five grand of expenses or they do it on an ad hoc basis, they went to the doctor, now they put money in their HSA and then they use that money to pay for their medical expenses. That's not the best way to do it. And here's why. So I'm gonna look at a study from 2019 by the Employee Benefit Institute. They did a study and said a 65 year old couple who retires in 2019 on average needs about $300,000 in savings to pay 
for their health care expenses throughout their retirement. So this includes premiums for Medicare, Part B, Part D, any supplemental or Medigap insurance, and any just median out-of-pocket prescription drug expenses. This does not include long-term care, dental, or eye care, just to know. But that's a lot of money that they're projecting the average couple retiring is going to need just in medical expenses. So what that tells us is that if you can build up your HSA through investing in a, an appropriate way for you and talk to your advisor and myself about that earlier in your career, you can use those funds later to pay for medical expenses that you know you're going to need. So let's think about this. You put money into your HSA tax-free. You let it grow tax-deferred, like I explained, and now you're taking it out tax-free for medical expenses. That's the tax trifecta, tax trifecta, hard word to say, that I mentioned. But let's just compare this to the other investing. So let's compare it to your traditional IRA or your traditional 401k, for example. So your contributions in those accounts go in pre-tax. The investment growth is tax-deferred. But withdrawals are subject to taxes when you take it out. So it has two of the three compared to the HSA. With a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k, same thing, just a little bit different. But contributions are made after tax, but you get tax deferral on investment gains and withdrawals are tax-free. So it has two of the three as well. So essentially, a lot of people call the HSA a super Roth, if you will, because it has even one more tax benefit. But if you have to listen to that paragraph, again, hit rewind. It has, a lot, it has a lot of good comparisons that I think you should know. Okay, let's move on to number two. And that is that you can reimburse yourself from your HSA at any time. Whether that's today, tomorrow, or 20 years from now, you can reimburse yourself from the HSA. This is assuming that you're essentially using some after-tax money to pay for current medical expenses and you're saving and investing some money in this this HSA. So let's just assume that maybe you had an unexpected cash crunch, but you saved your receipts from some previous year's medical expenses. You can use those receipts in that current year, even though they happened a couple years ago, to reimburse yourself from the HSA. And you can do that tax-free. Very, very powerful. Number three of my three most important things to know about HSA is that after age 65, you can use your HSA funds for anything you want. It doesn't have to be just qualified medical expenses. Now, to get the tax benefit or the tax-freeness of the the money, you have to use it on qualified medical expenses, but after age 65, you can use it on anything. You will pay ordinary income tax on it, but it's there for you to use and have the flexibility for whatever you wanna use it. This is the flexibility of the HSA that I was explaining early on. It's a great, great feature. All right, so those are my three top must-knows about the HSA. And one, you can invest the money for the future. You have to know that. You can reimburse yourself at any time out of your HSA. And then after 65, you can use the money on anything you want. Some tax consequences may apply, but they're very flexible. So before we finish up, just a quick note on working this all together. Now, this all sounds great, right? And when I tell people about this tax trifecta, they get all pumped up, as do I. But then the wheels start turning in people and comes the next question is of, okay, Ryan, how do I get this 
to fit into what I'm already doing with my other investments in my 401k at work, my IRAs, Roth IRAs, my 529 plans for college, for the kids, etc. And I get it. It's a basically just a balancing act with your cash flow and overall goals. You just want to add this account into it now that you know what you can do with it. Um, you want to keep contributing to all those previously mentioned accounts, but maybe you have to take a small percentage from here and there and allocate that to your HSA. I don't know. That depends on each person's goals and something to talk to me or your personal advisor about. So that's it for me today. Thanks for listening to all of the benefits of the HSA. Please look more into it. Um, Again, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Please visit rhitch.com slash resources where I have PDF downloads on HSAs and all that information we just talked about. And until next time, be well. See you later. High Point Capital Group is located at 1200 North Mayfair Road, Suite 300, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53226, phone number 414-253-4600. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Sage Point Financial Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Sage Point Financial is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Sage Point. The views expressed here should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should only be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice.